0: two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain.
1: Hey, look, every business knows they need to thank their customers, but on today's Project Distinct, I'm going to reveal two times you need to be thanking your customers when most businesses do not. Two times that are distinctive times to thank your customers. That's the topic of today's project, Distinct, brought to you by Distinction Nation. That's distinctionnation.com, where you can go download free workbooks, free uh, ebooks, free 14 day audio program on how you can create personal distinction. Just go to Distinction Nation and sign up. Nothing there you have to buy? Just sign up and join the nation and and get the free resources. It's there for you at distinctionnation.com. We'll see you there. So two times that you need to be thanking customers when most organizations don't. Two distinctive times that you should be thanking them when most organizations, most professionals do not. Here's the first one. Thank your customer for no specific reason. I mean, why does there have to be a singular or specific motive for appreciating a customer. Sometimes the best time to say thank you, and the time it makes even the greatest impact, is when it appears to the customer to be totally spontaneous. Frankly, when I'm the customer, and you're probably very, very similar, I, I kind of expect a thank you when I purchase a product or service from you. I have a right to anticipate a thank you if I refer a friend to spend her or his money with you, too. I appreciate a thank you of recognition when I care enough to let you know how you might serve me better, or maybe even an idea to improve your product or service. And although I don't await a thanks for when I've been nice, it's another case of the customer doing something first and then receiving thanks. That's why it could be so impactful when we let customers know, just out of the blue, how much we appreciate their business. Your appreciation in this example is not a response to my behavior as a customer. It's your expression expression of sincere gratitude for my patronage. In other words, when I haven't done anything and you still thank me, it has pretty significant impact. With an external customer, a handwritten note, a call, or an email that's sincere and personal, not a form message sent as a blast to everyone, it's always highly valued for your colleagues, the internal customers. Hey, stop by their office, poke your head in the door, just express thanks for the hard work and dedication they brought to your team. Quote, three out of four customers say they have spent more with a company because of positive experiences, unquote. That's according to salesforce.com. So how can it be a positive experience for customers, and how can they feel they are the stars of your show if they aren't thanked and praised just Because you appreciate them. It's one of the two times that you need to be expressing thanks to customers that's unique and distinctive. Here's the other one. Thank customers when they say no. (laughs) I realize that sounds a little bit crazy at first. Hey, they told me no. Why should I thank them for a rejection? But you should always remember that even though external customers may have chosen not to spend money, they did invest their time and attention. Thanking them for that investment, especially when you consider that one can always earn more money but no one can create more time, it keeps the communication flowing. If you've treated me indifferently or worse after I've decided to take part of my business elsewhere, why would I want to repeat that experience with you for other business in the future? It's a lesson I learned at a young age. I was in my teens and I was working for a local radio station when the manager decided he wanted to eliminate part-time employees. He figured this would permit him to have air personalities who were totally committed to the station with a few outside obligations. Well, naturally, yeah, I was a high school student, so I had additional commitments that were preventing me from becoming a full-time member of his staff. When I was told I was being let go, I took it really hard. I was devoted to my job, had great ratings on the air, and did all the extras I could do to be a valued employee. I even took out the trash every night. And now I was being fired. Returning home practically in tears, I told my father what had happened. Rather than sharing my anger at the manager, Dad suggested I contact the station's owner, Bill Vogel, of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Mr. Vogel had acquired several small-town radio stations and had been extremely nice to me during visits to his Indiana broadcasting company. You bet, I told my dad. I'll let Mr. Vogel know how the manager is screwing up the station. (laughs) My father counseled. I don't think that's the message you need to give him. He reminded me I was only 16 years old and that Mr. Vogel had invested many thousands of dollars in the business in which I was an employee. Dad said, you know, there were many times that you were there alone, on the air, the only person with responsibility at a place that he had put major funds into. He sure trusted you with a lot at just 16. After a moment, I realized my dad was absolutely right. When I phoned his office in Tennessee, Mr. Vogel took my call. I told him that the manager had dismissed me from employment, and I could sense that he was uncomfortable because he was assuming I was calling to complain. Instead, I said, You know, Mr. Vogel, although I would love to continue as your employee, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity you've given me. I really appreciate it. Well, a few months later, the station manager I worked for was gone, and his replacement called me. Scotty said, Mr. Vogel suggested I call you, and that you're the type of person that we want to have working for us. I was back on the air. I was very appreciative not only for Mr. Vogel, but also that my father had taught me the lesson of saying thanks even when things don't go as you hope. Our new radio station manager was the one who introduced me to the Oak Ridge Boys, as I've talked about on this podcast previously. You know, it's amazing what can happen when you express thanks even When someone tells you no, the two times that you need to be saying thank you to customers that most people and most organizations will never do is to thank them for no reason at all and thank them even when they say no. When you do that, you are well on your way to creating distinction. Well, that does it for us for today on Project Distinct. As always, thanks for subscribing and sharing. I'll look forward to talking to you again tomorrow on the next new Project Distinct.
0: You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more.